This week on the Scripture Study Project, we start a new month, a new book of Scripture, 2 Kings, and a new podcast format. We dive into the miracles of Elisha, look at the unprecedented ways in which individuals are asked to show their faith to the Lord, and examine our own faithfulness. Welcome to the Scripture Study Project. We are your hosts, Krista and Zach Horton, and this is our podcast where we study Scripture with you. Our goal each week is to help you discover new or renewed excitement for God and His Word, invest your heart and personal life into your study, and connect with others as you teach and learn together. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Scripture Study Project. We are doing something new starting this episode and over the next couple of months during the summer. Um, And I got the idea actually from Ryan Reynolds. So we, I don't, I haven't even told you this yet, but we. Did you see me perk up when you uh, said Ryan Reynolds? I was like, what? I didn't know what you were going to say. We're big Ryan Reynolds fans, not necessarily his acting or his movies, but we, the cell phone company that we get our phones through, he purchased Mint Mobile. This isn't an advertisement, but Ryan Reynolds, if you're listening and you want to sponsor us, you'd be welcome to. But he just does the funniest commercials. He sent us, he sent us a postcard. He sent all Mint Mobile customers a, a postcard with his face on it. It's always really funny for Not Christmas. Not just a postcard. A Christmas card. Christmas yeah. card. No, this, it's a real Christmas card. He sends it to us personally. <laughs> so we're really close to it's Ryan It's always Reynolds. really funny though. So it, it makes and, our day. Anyway, I, I like watching their, their commercials because they're really funny. And uh, he did one recently uh, where he says, you know, other cell phone companies, because of the cost of inflation, are raising their prices, but we're not like other cell phone companies, and so we're lowering our prices. And he did a really funny skit with it, but I thought, you know, in the summer, it would be logical for us to do longer episodes because we have more time. But we're deciding to not do longer episodes. We're actually going to do shorter episodes in the summer. And uh, we got the idea from Ryan and Reynolds. So. I'm still trying to catch how that <laughs> how exactly <laughs> applies. They're lowering their prices. We're lowering the time on our oh, episode. Oh, so people are getting a better deal. They're getting a better deal. That's With our, when they listen. That's right. Oh, wow, Zach, that was a stretch, but we'll take it anyway. <laughs> what we're going to do is over the next couple of weeks, um, we want to look at a, a particular question or a topic that that week's scripture study addresses. And then we want to give you three starting places where you might dive a little bit deeper. So we're going to pull three phrases or ideas out of the scripture each week. And we might share a little bit on it, but really, these could be great places for you to dive in on your study, either to look up those phrases topically or to look at the footnotes or the cross-references or read a little bit around them. Good places that will help give you more insight into the topic or the question of that week. And so we want to give you that. Uh, We want to do it briefly. We love that our podcast episodes are always short and they're going to be even shorter over the next couple of weeks because um, you've got stuff to do and we've got stuff to do. Yeah. Well, this week we're studying 2 Kings um, chapters 2 through 7. And as I did my read through, I couldn't help but think of our last week's episode where we focused on how God speaks to us and how we hear him, what what he does, and he works in unexpected ways, the unexpected ways that God um, teaches us and helps us learn and helps us hear him. And this week, I thought it was kind of a flip. This week, it seemed like there were a lot of some of the classic great stories of people doing things that God asked them to do. And maybe these are things that 
I liked it because they were kind of unexpected as well. These very simple things, the things that maybe you think aren't really going to make a difference, but they do. Um, or maybe even out of the ordinary ways that basically we're switching from how God speaks to us to things that we do that help us connect to him. Yeah, unexpected commandments or unexpected opportunities to show faith to him. And so what we did was look at three, the three ideas that we have, three phrases from the scriptures that might be good places for you to dive in as you seek to ask, ask yourself and answer the question, um, what are some maybe unexpected ways that I could show my faith to God? And so the first one I found is actually a repeated phrase. Uh, it's first in 2 Kings chapter 2. Uh, the story, of course, Elijah was the prophet at the end of 1 Kings, and now Elijah's mantle is going to be passed to Elisha. And there's this exchange between the two of them in 2 Kings chapter 2, where Elijah keeps trying to get Elisha to stay behind in a particular location. And Elisha just says repeatedly, this is in verse 4, as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And so they go together again in chapter in verse 6. Uh, as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. Um, then when Elisha becomes prophet, he has a similar exchange with some of the kings that come to him requesting his uh, blessing and his guidance. This is in chapter three, where he tries to send them somewhere else as well. And yet they refuse to go. And in verse 13, uh, they just give a simple, no, we're not going to leave until uh, until you give us the counsel that we came asking. And then a similar exchange in chapter four, um, where Elijah's with this widow and her son has passed away. All of these miracles, by the way, that Elisha performs are meant to recall the miracles performed by Elijah. And the Elijah-Elisha relationship is meant to symbolize or re-symbolize re the Moses and Joshua relationship, where Moses does a miracle and then Joshua, the next prophet, re-performs those miracles. So Moses parts the Red Sea and Joshua crosses the River Jordan. Similarly, Elijah parts the River Jordan and Elisha parts the River Jordan. And then Elijah blesses the food of this widow and heals her son. And Elisha does the same thing. Uh, but in this one, he tells this uh, woman that um, that her son has passed away, that she can take his staff, and if she touches the staff to her son, that her son will live. And the, this is verse 30 in chapter 4. As the mother of the child said, as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And so I, I really like this repeated phrase, and I think the reason why it struck me is when we are being asked to do unexpected things, whether it's by prophetic leaders or local leaders or just our own impressions and, and feelings from the Spirit, of course, there's a temptation to not do them. And the phrase, I will not leave thee, I'll stay with you, for us to say that to God, in essence, as he's giving us directions and commandments is an incredible commitment to make. And I think a foundational one, if we're going to push forward in faith through the different things that are asked of us. And so again, whether that's coming from leaders or from our own impressions and thoughts that come to us, our own personal revelation, to preface all of those by saying, I will be obedient. I will stay with the direction that the Lord gives me, whatever form it takes even though it may not make sense, or even though I may not even yet know what the directions are, is an incredible uh, show of faith. 
Well, I think that's a good one to start with because what's the basis of any action or any doing that we partake of when we're um, trying to grow closer to God or to grow our faith is to practice a little bit of that faith, right? Now, the story that, or the I guess the phrase that I'm going to share is probably, I think, maybe, or just maybe just for me, but one of the more well-known stories from, from these chapters. And the story is told in chapter 5 of Naaman, who is a commander of the Assyrian army, and he has a skin disease of some sort and really wants to be healed and asks Elisha how he can be healed. And Elisha tells him that he needs to go wash seven times in the river Jordan. And Naaman doesn't want to because it sounds too easy to him. Like, why is that the thing? That of all things is what I'm being asked to do. Um, and of course, we many of you probably know this story. And if you don't, you'll be familiar with it now. But I think this is this is such a classic for all of us. Like, that's too easy. Mm-hmm. How many times do we get answers to questions or really the real answer to our question is just simple, simple, easy answers of maybe a commitment that we need to make to do something small daily is usually, at least for me, I feel like. Um, But I love, this is the phrase that I chose to focus on from this story because what what ends up happening is he tells some of his friends around him what was told because he's not going to go do it because it just sounds so silly. Um, He says in verse 13 of chapter 5, But his servants approached him and said to him, My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much more should you do it when he only tells you, wash and be clean? So basically, if he was, if the prophet were to tell you to do something great, you would have done it. But because this seems so easy and so simple, um, it's maybe is it below you was kind of their question. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm just thinking about us today. I mean, uh, how many of us, if, if the, if a big calling came, you know, you were called to be relief society president or state state high council or something that seemed that's big and quote unquote visible. A lot of us would say yes, because it's a big visible calling, but are we equally as willing to do the small daily and simple things that come? Um, and so I'm thinking about the, the point you made of those small and easy things and how that is often the most um, meaningful and maybe even unexpected way for us to show our faith and our obedience. Mm-hmm. So if we're looking at this with that thought in mind of what are the things that we need to do, I think that's it. Sometimes it's just the small, easy, I, I might even say easy, the easy, simple things that really keep us in a place of peace and happiness and um, joy in our lives. It's a really powerful question to ask yourself. What are the small things that I have to humble myself to do so that I can show my faith and obedience to to God? Well, the final phrase that that, uh, I found is in chapter 6. Elisha becomes the target of a military operation. They surround uh, his compound Uh, his house and his servant rushes out sees the army runs back in um, and tells him everything that he's seen and then in verse 16 another well-known phrase Elisha says to his servant fear not for they that be with us are more than they that be with them 
and then prays that the Lord will open the eyes of his servant so that he can see the angels and the chariots that are protecting Elisha and, uh, as the prophet. I think another important thing to keep in mind uh, when we are um, considering our obedience, especially in unexpected ways, if it's an unexpected task uh, that has come to us, it means that something probably we haven't tried before, something we haven't done before. And to be confident that there are spiritual blessings and spiritual protection available to us when we are obedient, even though we don't see the outcome, I think is really powerful. And so um, I another question I thought of that would be powerful for us to ask ourselves as we're considering this is, um, what do I see as being the, the angelic or the, the prophetic or divine blessings that might come to me? as I increase my obedience or, or my um, faithful action. And I might add to that my desire to, to follow and to kind of keep in line with what God wants me to do. Because I think a lot of these unprecedented or these small things take a lot of effort and energy, even though they are simple. So just because we're saying they're simple doesn't mean that we are underestimating um, our, your capacity or our own capacity to make changes because these type of things are, um, they take time and it's growth and it's change and um, it's faith. So it's meant to be a little, what would you call it, Zach? Stretching. Stretching. There yeah. you go. So you go. Three phrases. I will not leave thee. Some great thing. They that be with us. Dive in in any one of those places. Uh, look at the footnotes, the cross-references. Pay attention to the thoughts and the feelings that come to you. Uh, look up any topics that come to you on the church website. Um, think of recent general conference talks and use those places as a place to dive into your study and see what the Lord might teach you about deepening your obedience to Him, your desire to be obedient, or your faith. Thanks for studying with us this week. We'll see you next episode.